Easter. This is an incredible, incredible day today. Uh, that this is the day where the tomb is empty. It's it's empty. There's there's nothing in there. And and as we saw just on our, on this video right from the start there, that that sometimes uh, sometimes empty is is a negative thing. It's like we've got an empty fuel tank, or we've got empty home, or we've got, we're feeling empty inside, but today, uh, being empty, uh, speaking of the tomb, is an incredible thing, because that only means one thing, that he is alive. The angels come uh, to Mary and, and the ladies, when they come to see Jesus, when they come to, uh, to, to look after his body in the tomb, and they come, and the angels say to him, why are you looking uh, in the, for someone who is alive in the place is of the dead? The tomb is empty, and we I, I reckon today we should celebrate that. We should be swinging from these chandeliers today because the world changed today. Don't swing from the chandeliers, please. Uh, but today is the day that it changed the world forever from past, present, and future. Uh, I, I love the fact. I love the fact that here at Elam Christian Center, we exist to be a center of hope to reach, serve, and influence our community for the Lord. We are that church that will do everything we can to help people to know God, because that's where it all starts with him. And at the end of our service today, we're going to do that, give an opportunity. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, what a great time. Why not today? Easter is your time today. And we will do everything we can to help people to find freedom. Because here's the thing, we do have, we all have a past. We all have a journey that we've been on. And today, Easter represents that we can find freedom from our past, freedom from our stuff, because we don't have to carry it anymore because of what Jesus did today. Uh, just find your purpose, and we, we are that church that will do everything we can to help you discover the purpose for which God has placed in your heart. Because here's the thing, he created you with a plan and a purpose in mind. He placed stuff inside of your heart uh, that you can make a difference in our world. And we want to see a difference made in our world and our community. I don't know if you've looked at the, at the newspaper or looked at the, the news at 6 o'clock every night, but our world doesn't seem to be getting a whole lot better at the moment. That's where he calls you and I to be out there in our world to make a difference. Come on, we better pray this morning. Father, we just praise you for your goodness, for your mercy and your grace, Father. Lord, we thank you today that, Lord Jesus, this is the day where you rose, Father God, where you rose from the dead, Father God. You took our stuff, Lord God. Lord Jesus, even you were crucified for our sin, Father God, for the stuff you carried it upon yourself on Friday, oh God. Lord Jesus, but on Sunday, Father God, when they come to check the, the tomb, Lord Jesus, you weren't there because you were alive, Lord. Lord Jesus, you're alive today, Father God. And Lord Jesus, your resurrection, resurrection Sunday, Father God, stands for our freedom, Father God, from our past, our present, and our future. So today we're going to celebrate your goodness and all that you've done for us, oh God. So Lord, today I pray, would you speak to our hearts, Lord God? I pray for every single person here this morning, Lord Jesus, that, that Lord Jesus, you would just download what we're needing to hear this morning, oh God. Lord, your words of reassurance, your words of comfort. Lord, your words of wisdom today. Father, will you speak real clear in Jesus' precious and mighty name. Come on, everyone said amen. Come on, Easter is a, an incredible part of the year, and it's, it's, one, it's a big Sunday, it's a big Friday, and, and we love to, to get stuck right in and, and to talk about the Easter story. And, and for the past few weeks, we've been doing a series called From Death to Life, and, and, and it's really been a series that that talks about whatever you've been through, 
Whatever our past is or our history has been is that we can come alive again. And that's why Easter, Easter stands for, that we can leave our load with the Lord, with Jesus, because he took our stuff and we can learn to live again. We can know what it is to find, to find his forgiveness in our hearts and to fill our lives full of his grace in order that we can come alive again. Now this morning we're gonna we're gonna read some scripture this morning. So in your notes, where'd you come in? You should have got some notes there. So come on, why don't you why don't you follow along with me this morning as we pick up the Easter story? So on on Friday we 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 talked about Denise preached a great message about how Jesus carried our load, uh, everything that we've we've either done or that's been kind of heaped upon us, the weight of of our sin of our stuff that He carried in Him uh, on that death on that cross. We had a great time on Friday, and, and this morning, as we, as we look at to the resurrected Christ today, wow. Have you ever stopped to think what that would have been look, what that would have looked like, what that would have been like on that day? The city was in turmoil. The, 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 the disciples, all the, all the people that loved Jesus were like, what has happened here? It wasn't supposed to end this way. And as we look and as we read in this story, we'll see how that they actually forgot what Jesus had even said to them. So come on, let's read. Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 12, it says, But very early on Sunday morning, they took the ointments to the tomb and found that the huge stone covering the entrance had been rolled aside. So they went in, but the Lord Jesus' body was gone. They stood there puzzled, trying to think what could have happened to it. Suddenly two men appeared before them, clothed in shining robes so bright that their eyes were dazzled, and the women were terrified and bowed low before them. And then the men asked, why are you looking in a tomb for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He has come back to life. Don't you remember what he told you back in Galilee? that the Messiah must be portrayed in the power of evil men and be crucified and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered and they rushed back to Jerusalem to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. The woman who went to the tomb were Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and several others. But the story sounded like a fairy tale to the men and they didn't believe it. What an amazing morning to go and to find the stones being rolled away, but then to be like distracted by, he's not here. It's empty. The tomb is empty. And trying to work out what had actually happened was, would have been an amazing, amazing thing. And we've been through at our home, we've been through a big few weeks, really. Our oldest daughter has shifted out of home, and she's got a little flat in at Manurewa there, and and, and it's been fantastic to, uh, for her to, to branch out, and she's 22 now, so I'm feeling pretty old. And, uh, but, but here's the thing. She's taken some of our furniture with her. <laughs> she's taken a TV, and she's taking stuff with her, because as you do, you give what you have and for your kids so they can set themselves up and all that kind of stuff. And, and the other day, I was just, uh, as I was walking down our hallway, I walked past her room, and it was totally empty. Totally empty. Totally empty. As I looked in the room, I, there was nothing there. The bed was gone. The dressing table was gone. Everything was gone. As I looked with my eyes, I kind of thought, oh, my kid is gone. 
The place is totally empty. And, and then in my heart, in my heart, I saw a man cave. <laughs> in my heart, I saw car stuff on the walls. I saw sports stuff on the walls. I saw a big TV there. And, and I thought, oh, well, this is a man cave that's going to have a sign on it that says, no ladies allowed. And, and it's going to be mine. And, and, and I thought, this is, Denise doesn't know this yet, so she's hearing this for the first time too. So she's so supportive and right behind me in this dream that I've got. And it's just an amazing thing. And, and it's probably not going to happen, but it's in my heart anyway. <laughs> but as I walked past this room, it was totally empty. And, 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 and there's times in our lives when, we, when we, go, we go through stuff and it just we feel drained. And we feel empty, like the, the empty nest, you know, when kids leave. Uh, it's like the empty fuel tank uh, when you run out of petrol. And sometimes being empty is all about the negative things or being in lack. Like we have an empty bank account. Uh, like we are feeling empty inside. What are we supposed to do with this life that I've been given? We can all go through those journeys of, of being empty. And, and here's the thing. Whenever we talk about being empty, it's generally on a negative kind of context or, or considering the lack that we're in or we're not where we're supposed to be. But Mary's and some, Mary and some of the ladies, they went to the tomb that morning and the tomb was empty. And they were standing there and they were looking puzzled, trying to work out what had gone on. And, and their first thought was, somebody's taken him. Who's taking the body? Where is it? Somebody is coming and they've rode the stone away during the night. They've stolen his body. Where has it gone? And the default was it's empty and someone's taken him because he should be here, but he's not. The linen was there that, was, that Jesus' body was wrapped in. That was still there, but his body wasn't. They had no idea what was going on. And it took two angels to just turn up and kind of give them some clues or some hints to what had happened. And, and we can see that they asked this incredible question. They said, why are you looking in a tomb for someone who is alive? That's clue number one. Clue number two, he isn't here. No matter how long, ladies, you looked inside of this tomb, he isn't here. He has come back to life. Don't you remember what he told you? Clue number three. See, the power of this Easter, I believe, is, is, is in this, is that these women went to see something that was dead. That was, they were expecting to find this dead body in this tomb, but instead they found an empty tomb. And the reason it was empty was because he is alive. He is alive. It's empty because he's not there because he's alive. And, and you can search through the whole world and, and find things that are still dead. When they die, they are dead and they're still there. Like, like you can go to Sri Lanka. You can go to Sri Lanka into a town called Kandy. And you can go to this place called the Temple of the Tooth. Uh, and what that is, that's the remains of, the, uh, of a tooth from Buddha. It's still there. They've made a museum to him because when Buddha died, he stayed dead. He's still there. You can go and see it. You can also go to Medina in Saudi Arabia uh, to the Green Dome. That's where Muhammad's remains are. Because here, here's something to do. This guy might be a, a booster bubble. Uh, but, but when Muhammad died, he stayed dead. He's still there. 
You could go jump on a plane today, go to Jerusalem and look in every tomb, every cemetery, and you will not find any remains of Jesus anywhere. Why is that? It's because he is alive. He, he died and he rose again. He is alive because Jesus didn't stay dead. He's not just one of the many. He is the only one who rose from the dead. He's alive and that's why this Easter Sunday we should be swinging from those chandeliers because the tomb is empty. Now, how do we know? How do we know that this is just not a, not a made-up story? A made up, maybe Hollywood have got hold of this or, or commercialism, Coca-Cola or Cadbury's chocolate have got onto the, the Easter story just to try and get us off the off it. Has Hollywood made a version of this story? Well, well, here's the thing. There were eyewitnesses to this event. There were people on the ground who saw what had happened. They had saw Jesus Christ walking uh, when he rose from the dead. And the Apostle Paul records these events uh, some 50 years later in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He said, Christ died for our sins, just as the Scriptures said. He was buried, and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the Scriptures said. He was seen by Peter and then by the 12. And after that, he was seen by more than 500 of his followers at one time. Then he was seen by James and later by the apostles. It was an incredible day that that had happened. They, they probably couldn't believe their eyes or what they were seeing. That Jesus, they saw him on Friday up on that cross. They saw his body being wrapped up and put in a tomb. Uh, but on Monday he was up, or Sunday he was walking around. So what does that mean for us? Well, there's five quick things here that I've got to have for you this morning that, that remind us that what it means for this Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday means that the God we serve is alive. He's alive. We don't serve a dead God that is made by man or made out of wood or silver or gold or made by the internet. Our God is alive. He, the one who created the entire universe and all that is in it. He is alive. Resurrection Sunday also means that God is true. Uh, the resurrection proved that God is true. And he is true and his word is true. Everything he said concerning his, be, his birth, his death, have come to reality and to come to truth. His resurrection of Jesus Christ has been fulfilled. The third thing is this, Resurrection Sunday means this, that salvation is sure. Christ's resurrection has ensured your and my salvation. If he remained dead, he wouldn't have been able to save us from anything. He wouldn't be able to save us from sin and death, but he is alive. The fourth thing, Resurrection Sunday means there is eternal life. Because Christ's resurrection has ensured our salvation. He, he hasn't remained dead. He wouldn't have been able to save us from our sin, but he is alive. Resurrection Sunday means that there is victory over sin. See, in Christ we can look sin in the face and refuse it. But we will be tempted. But Christ destroyed its power over us when he died. He conquered sin and death. By his resurrection. So sin no longer has power over us. And I just wonder you know, how, how often we actually sit down and take some time to think about what Easter means to me. What does it mean to you? I know we get a few days off work. It's inconvenient that countdown's not open today. 
We have lots of chocolate. Wow, awesome. But have you ever stopped to think what the Easter story means to you? Through what he's done for you? What does he mean to you? This Easter, the, the tomb is empty. And that means my Savior is alive. That's the first thing. For Jesus, the Savior, it wasn't enough just to die. He had to defeat not just sin, but the consequences of sin. And then the final enemy of death itself. He won the victory for us. 1 Corinthians 15. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. In that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. See you, so you see, just as death came into the world through a man, now the resurrection from the dead has begun through another man. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given a new life. My Savior is alive. I'm so thankful for the empty tomb today because that means Jesus is living, he's alive, and he's well today. And another author put it this way. He said, if there is no resurrection, there is no gospel. If there is no gospel, there is no forgiveness of sin. If there is no forgiveness of sin, there is no present joy. If there is no present joy, there is no future hope. I want you to know today, that my Jesus is alive. Our Savior is alive. The tomb was empty today. He is alive. And, and, and I want you to know today that if you've never ever accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is your day. It's a simple, simple thing. And we're gonna, we're gonna walk you through that at the end. The second thing, this Easter, the tomb is empty. And that means his words are true. John 14, 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you ever been in a conversation uh, or having a conversation with somebody and they're talking about their things they would like to do and the things they've done and maybe what they're planning to do and where they're, where they're planning to go, man. But you're not quite listening. You're kind of every now and again saying, mm -hmm, yep, yep, cool. Yeah, awesome. That sounds really good. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, but, but the reality is you're not listening to one thing they've said. Their the mouth is going and you're, you're, you're like you're in a conversation, and, but there's nothing kind of connecting through. You're not listening to one single thing they said. And the people who were close to Jesus were almost like did the same thing. They were hearing Jesus talking about what was going to happen to him and how he would be betrayed and, and, and how he would die on a cross, but then how he would rose, rise again. And, and he was talking continuously to his disciples about that, but, but it's almost like they just weren't listening. Everything that Jesus said had come true. Maybe you might remember about Peter. Uh, Peter Jesus said to Peter, before the, the, the rooster crows, you will disown me three times cock-a-doodle do, it come true. He said, one of you at this table, as he's eating his last meal, one of you at this table will betray me. And Judas said, surely not I, Lord. His words are true. And I had the sense that, that maybe you're here today and, and you're, you, you've been struggling to find the truth. 
that you've been, maybe you've been a, a Christian for a while or maybe you've walked away and you're just back today, and, which is so, so good, and, but you're struggling with this thought of truth and what does it mean to you? Maybe you've had people pray for you or words over your life over the, over the years and, and nothing's happened. It's like, if that was truth, I don't see it. I'm not experiencing the truth of, that, of the Word of God. Can I say today uh, that, that as we come to the end of this service in the next few minutes, that I believe God really wants to speak to your heart. He wants to download some things to you this morning because He is alive today. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And He wants to speak some truth into your heart today. Because everything he said, his words are true. Even the prophet uh, Zechariah prophesied it some uh, many, many, 500 years before that Jesus would come into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. It fulfilled scripture. Jesus said all the things that would happen to him and they come true. I need to tell you this Easter that, that in our modern context of, of being PC and, and all those kind of things that what Jesus said come true. It wasn't a pretty day. It wasn't an awesome weekend of, of fanfare. It was an incredible, horrific weekend, but Jesus went through all for each one, and he rose again on the third day. Band, you guys can come right now. This Easter, third and final thing is this, this Easter, the tomb is empty, uh, and that means he told us what to do. In Matthew 28, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all my commands that I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even till the end of the age. And, and he said, reach out to people in your world and in your community, your neighbors. And he said, reach out to them everywhere you go. Tell them about me. Share your lives with them. Uh, influence the people around you by, by who you are and what I've done for you. And, and give them hope that uh, the hope that you have inside of you that people may know uh, who the living God is and serve people around you with what God has placed in your heart. So why not this Easter? Why not this Easter step over a line as you go into your Tuesday and into this week uh, and, and start being like an open book to people where they can see that people who have no hope and there's something different that inside of you that you're carrying. Why not share that? Why not talk about it? Why not get alongside someone who's going through issues or who just seems to have a messy life? Why not this year, why not this Easter take a step over a line and be as Jesus was to people, giving hope, giving reassurance, giving this message of, of Easter that is for everyone. See, one, one thing I love about a map, a, a map is something that shows you how to get to a destination. The Easter story is, is really like a map. It, it's a map that, that points the way to a Savior who loves every single person on the planet, so much so that he gave his son for each one of us. 
He gave his son for you and for I, that, that he would take the weight of our stuff upon himself. He carried it to the end, saying that it is finished. But then on the third day, uh, he did what he said he would do, and he rose again to life. Not even the powers of sin or death could hold him. He is alive, and that grave is empty. Can I invite you right now to just where you are, there's no one's looking around or moving around. Why don't you just close your eyes? I just believe that God wants to speak to some hearts and lives. And, and, and maybe, to, maybe he's saying, what, what, giving you a next step. Maybe you've been struggling with stuff, struggling with who Jesus is. And, and I just believe today that he's, he's wanting to just download some stuff to you, just speaking gently to your heart just about how much He loves you, how much He's got a plan for your life. Maybe right now He's bringing things to some, into your mind that, and He's just saying, son or daughter, why don't, why don't you give that to me? Why don't you let me carry that for you so that you can be free, that you can live the rest of your life free, that your past doesn't dictate your future. Father God, right here in this place, Lord, Lord, I pray that you would speak to each one right now, oh God. Lord, for those who are doubting who you are, Lord, would you make yourself real to them right now? Lord, for those who are, who are doubting if you're, you're alive, oh God, Father, I pray that you would touch every heart and every life, Father God. Lord Jesus, that this day you rose again. The tomb is empty. You are alive, oh God. So Father, in Jesus' mighty name, speak to hearts, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. Maybe you're here this morning and, and, and this Easter, maybe you've walked away from the Lord over the years or... Or maybe you're, this is your first time even in church and, and you, you don't even know what it is to be, to be a Christian or to know what a living a life of freedom is. And can I say today that the Easter story is for you? That there was a person who came and loved you so much that he would take all of your stuff, the stuff that we call that sin that would separate us from God and having a relationship with him. He took it upon himself and he paid the price. Maybe if that's you this morning, can I invite you? And your, your, your heart is beating really hard right now. And it's, it's, like, it's like God is just speaking to your heart and say, come on, why don't you take this step this morning? So this is what I want you to do. And this way every eye is closed and every head bowed. I, I want you to silently in your heart, just repeat this prayer after me. Just pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, I know I've messed up. This morning I come to you. Lord, I accept what you've done for me. Lord, I believe that you rose again. And Lord, right now, Lord, I confess, I give you my stuff that separates me from you. Today, I open the door of my heart. And Jesus, I ask that you come in and be my Lord and be my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, I want you to do something really brave for me just by every eye is still closed. If you prayed that prayer and you really meant it in your heart this morning and 
this is all I want you to do. I just want you to, to lift your hand and just give me a quick wave so I can see because I'd like to get some information into your hand and, and we'd love to be able to pray with you and support you and help you on this journey. So, so if that's you this morning, you prayed that prayer this morning, come on, why don't you lift your hand right now so I can see how many this morning prayed that prayer this Easter. See that hand over there, fantastic. Hallelujah. See that hand too. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, today, Lord, we thank you. You can put your hands down now. Father, we praise you for your goodness, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. Today, Father God, as we, we think about this Easter, Father God, and everything that you've done for us, oh God, Lord, we, we want to give you honor and we want to give you praise, Lord Jesus, for you are the Christ. You are the Son of the living God. And today we declare it in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Come on, can we give the Lord a big round of applause right now? Hallelujah. That He rose from the dead. He rose from the grave right now. Praise your name. Praise your name. Church, it's been so good to have you with us this morning. Is Kylie there? Kylie's going to take us through the rest of our service. So good to see you this morning. Be blessed, everybody. Very good. Can we give Daryl another hand for that amazing word? worship God again. Um, connect cards, you find your connect cards um, on your chairs and in your info pack. Um, these cards are amazing. These are the cards to replace all cards. So if there's anything that you are interested in, whether it's alpha or cleansing streams or growth track, um, if you have a praise, a praise report or a prayer request, um, anything that you have that is a need, you can put that on the card. Um, you can put on there that you want a chocolate bar and it will happen. So it is a magic card. Um, so if you fill those out and you can drop those either um, into the offering bucket as it goes through just shortly. Um, anyone in a black t-shirt can take that for you or on your way out there is a connect box um, that you can post that into as well which is so cool because how often do we get to post these days? It's so exciting. And then you can come back for a crunchy next week and say that you posted something. So good. Very good. Well, as we prepare to take our offering this morning, um, I'd just like to let you know that we have FPOS in the foyer. So if you'd like to do that, there are also 